G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. So many people aren't happy with who they are. But well, what if God is? What if God looks at you and is the most delighted dad in the universe? And what if we saw ourselves the way he does? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program today as we continue with the next message in this series called Discover Your Destiny. As I look around at people, big, small, black, white, young, old, what I see is an awful lot of people who aren't happy with their lot in life. And as you talk to them, what it often comes down to is not that they're not happy with their lot and the things that, that are going on so much, although sometimes that's part of it, but something much deeper is going on because more often than not, they're not happy with who they are. Yesterday on the program, we chatted about the fact that often that's because we feel we don't measure up to what the world expects of us. But today, I'd like to go even deeper than that again. Let me ask you, forgetting everything that goes on around you, when you're alone in a quiet room, completely alone, do you like who you are? Are you excited about who you are, your potential? Do you enjoy your own company? Or are you one of these people who can't stand to see themselves in a photograph or in a mirror. Every now and then, I think to myself, it's time to get right in your face about something, and today is one of those days. I mean, look, I don't mean to shove anything down anyone's throat. That's never my intention. But I don't know. I just feel that today it's time to really challenge you about how you see yourself. I'm someone who, for many, many years, in fact, the first 36 years of my life, appeared to be so incredibly confident on the outside. I have to tell you, everyone who ever met me thought to themselves, wow, this guy has his act together. But on the inside, which after all is where we live, it's where we feel, it's where we laugh, where we cry, I wasn't happy with who I was. People would never have guessed that because in my confidence I used to roll over the top of them. But I'm not talking about the things that we do, but really who we are. As a woman by the name of Joyce Meyer once said, it's not our do that I'm talking about, but our who. I didn't like my who. I didn't like myself. And you know, the more I tried to pump myself up in my own eyes and the eyes of others, somehow, the lower I felt I was sinking in my own estimation. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm blessed. I have a good IQ. I love communicating. I'm good at that. But I don't know. I, I just never liked myself. And do you know when that changed? For me, it was the very day, the very day I gave myself over every hope and every dream, everything to Jesus Christ. From that moment onward, on a bright sunny day, on the 15th of October, 1995, underneath a eucalypt tree outside a church in my hometown, aged 36. From that moment, I knew I was okay. Like I said, I'm not here to shove anything down your throat. I'm just telling you how it was for me. I thought a lot about this, and, and I thought, why did it happen like that? It's one of those things that changed in an instant for me. But why? See, 
Our own self-image is a very deep thing, and that had been plaguing me for years and years. How could it have changed in an instant? So far as I can see, there's only one answer, because on that day, I felt accepted and I felt loved in a whole new way, at a whole different level. Different people believe different things. That's the way the world is. So whatever you believe, I want to ask you this. Does your belief system, does your faith, whatever that's in, make you feel loved and accepted? Does it bring healing to that deep, nagging suspicion that you may not be good enough? Does it bring you into a place where you're truly happy and content with who you are? I never used to be able to look at myself in a photo without cringing. I recently had to do a photo shoot, something I do from time to time, you know, to get images for websites and the backs of my books, that sort of thing. And when the photos came back, I looked at them and I was really happy with what I saw. Now, I am never going to win a beauty competition. You have to understand that. No modelling agency is ever going to call me to become a male model. It's because I'm just a pretty ordinary looking kind of man. But as I looked at those photos, I smiled because I realised that now I like myself. Sometimes I make mistakes. I don't like that. So I get up and learn and, and work on my weaknesses. But fundamentally these days, I'm really happy with who I am. And indeed, with who I'm not, with the things I can't do. I did not become Mr. Perfect overnight. And all my faults and all my failures and all my weaknesses haven't disappeared in an instant. It's just not how it works. It's a process. You know, I I was this tough, hard-nosed, brutal businessman. And when you're that, it takes time to develop compassion, to learn to forgive people and to understand people. That didn't happen overnight. But the thing that happened for me, though, is I knew God accepted me just as I was. And even though I could see all the things I'd done wrong, that I was completely forgiven. He came to me and said, look, now that you have a new beginning, let me help you to change. And that's the thing. I thought, if God sees me that way, maybe it's time for me to see myself that way. And still today, there are some things I'm really good at and others that I'm just not and probably never will be. Some of the things that come naturally to you, I'll never be able to do. But it's it's the unconditional love of God that brought me to a point with all my heart where I'm delighted to be who I am. I often say to my wife, Jackie, you know, I'm so glad I'm me. I never want to be anyone else. Can I tell you, that's a real gift from God because for most of my life, I never liked myself. Let me get in your face and ask you this question. Is it time for you to ask yourself, do I see myself the way God does? Do I love me in the right way? Not proud or arrogant, but in a humble, delighted way. Am I happy with who I am? Because how can you and I possibly ever be the me we were meant to be and live the life we were created to live if we don't like who we are? When we compare ourselves with other people and think, wow, I wish I was like him, I wish I was like her, we're completely missing the point, completely. I will never be a basketball player because I'm too short. I will never be a surgeon because I don't have the skill in my hands. I will never be a pop star because I can't sing. But what I can be is the best me that I can possibly be. And you know something? That's just fine with me. And the reason it's fine with me is that I was handcrafted by God. And the love that he's shown me in his unconditional sacrifice, 
the death of Jesus, his one and only son, to pay for my sins, speaks so powerfully of that love. We can't truly be happy with who we are until we know beyond any shadow of any doubt that Jesus died to pay for all our shortcomings and failings and sin. And because the price is fully paid, we can now stand completely forgiven before God, completely whole, completely loved and accepted. And if you've ever stood in that place, with your faith in Jesus alone, you will know that the acceptance of God is what makes you whole. The love and the acceptance of God is what sets us free to be who God made us to be. Lord, it was you who created our innermost being and you knit us together in our mother's womb and we praise you because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We just want to pray right now and say that we need to know how much you love us. We want to see ourselves through your eyes because as we put our faith in Jesus Christ, dear God, we believe that he died to pay for our sin on that cross, that he rose again, and so we put our faith in him and we know that we are whole and clean and pure and perfect in your sight because that's what Jesus purchased for us on that cross. Father, we pray that you would make each one of us so delighted with who we are because that's what you chose us to be. And Lord, we know we're making mistakes and we know that we need your help in those mistakes. But right now, Father God, by the gift of the cross of Christ, make us so delighted in who you have sovereignly chosen to make us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before we go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.